They cheat. They cheat. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It is Thursday, August 17th, 2023. So today I'm going to be talking about Maui, the island in Hawaii. Everyone thinks that the fire is intentional. Why would they think that? Well, for years now, uh, speculators and the rich elite have been trying to buy the ancestral land of the Hawaiians. And they refused. And then last year, three arsonists were arrested for trying to start wildfires. And then this year, there are many anomalies, especially the lack of water, the absence of fire mitigation, including the fire chief, I guess, was out of town. Uh, No one saw any fire engines uh, during the blaze. Um, There was also abnormal wind directions people were talking about. And then apparently a a huge line of cars trying to evacuate was stopped by police for no apparent reason. So those are a bunch of questions about what happened in Maui. And people are really becoming hip to the trick these days. And no one's allowing for, you know, the deception, the deceit that's going on here. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about inoculation theory because we keep wondering, while the truth seekers keep wondering, how is half the population not getting it? And the reason is inoculation theory. It's another mind control technique um, that I'm gonna go into briefly. Also in the news, Uh, artificial intelligence is being labeled as problematic by users as the program seems to be taking on a life of its own. So I'll be talking about these stories and more. Uh, Don't forget to engage the channel, like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, follow me on social media as well. Truth Social X, Facebook, uh, also on Substack. So check me out there. And also check out uh, my libpop.org website, Libertarian Populism, uh, where I describe what libertarian populism is, what libertarianism is. It is the hedge against authoritarianism in government. So check it out, sign up, go to the store. I got a t-shirt there for sale, if you're so inclined. So let's get into the news. So first, I'm going to start out with this Wired article. This psychologist wants to vaccinate you against fake news. Controlled exposure to misinformation can help protect people from falling for it in the future, according to new research. Well, what does he describe in this lengthy article about 
vaccine misinformation. Um, it's basically inoculation theory. And we're going to talk about that right now. This is from the NIH La uh, National Labor uh, Library of Medicine. Persuading others to avoid persuasion, inoculation theory, and resistant health attitudes. And I'll just read the abstract here. Inoculation theory, a theory of conferring resistance to persuasive influence, has established efficacy as a messaging strategy in the health domain. In fact, the earliest research on the theory in the 1960s involved health issues to build empirical support for tenets of the inoculation framework. Over the ensuing decades, scholars have further examined the effectiveness of inoculation-based messages at creating robust positive health attitudes. So the reason I came across, one of the reasons, so I searched inoculation theory, okay, on DuckDuckGo, Duck, and a New York Times article comes up about Donald Trump, and this is just from the other day, uh, it's from yesterday, bias corrupt deranged Trump, Trump's taunts test limits of release. Some lawyers have said that if the former president were an ordinary citizen in these attacks, he would be in jail by now. I don't want to go into this article too much, but the fact is, is that I'm searching inoculation theory and I get this article from the New York Times about Trump. Why it came up, it doesn't have inoculation, it doesn't have theory, doesn't have either of the search words in the article, but it came in anyway. So what does this have to do with inoculation theory? Now, this is from communicationtheory.org, inoculation theory. The inoculation theory was proposed by McGuire in response to a situation where the goal is to persuade someone not to be persuaded by another. The theory is, is a model for building resistance to persuasion attempts by exposing people to arguments against their beliefs and giving them counter arguments to refute their attack. The theory therefore offers mechanisms from which communication is used to help people defend their beliefs. This is what the mainstream media is engaged in is inoculation theory is they try to head off any persuasive argument to try to say, hey, Trump actually isn't a criminal, just in this instance, uh, because Trump has just been indicted for the fourth time. To use this as an example, Trump, uh, you know, you try to explain to people Trump isn't a criminal, but they've already been inoculated against your persuasive technique by the mainstream media uh, through what is called psychic driving. They just repeat something over and over and over again that Trump is a criminal, and so you just believe Trump is a criminal. And then they bolster that by using inoculation theory by saying some will say Trump isn't a criminal because he hasn't been convicted of any crimes and your response should be X. This is from Oxford, the Oxford Reference Guide, Inoculation Theory. A theory of resistance to persuasion according to which most ordinary attitudes and belief are more or less resistant to change through having been exposed to repeated mild attacks. So what they do is they'll take a persuasive argument, which we, and it's easy to do with postmodernists because they don't want to engage in debate. And, they, and they're told that your truth is your truth, so they're inoculated with postmodern theory, which is subjective belief. 
The theory predicts that cultural truisms that are most that most people have never heard being questioned, such as is it a good idea to brush your teeth three times a day, if possible, should be more vulnerable to persuasion. And this counterintuitive prediction has been confirmed by experiments. The theory is based on a biological analogy of an organism that has been raised in a sterile germ-free environment and that appears robust and healthy, but is in reality vulnerable to infection because it has not had the opportunity to develop defensive antibodies. Cultural truisms have never been attacked and the defensive arguments have therefore never been developed, but their resistance persuasion can be markedly increased by a process of inoculation, which uh, presented with or are required to think up for themselves when the cultural truisms are later exposed to strong persuasive attacks. They turn out to be much more resistant to persuasion, even when the arguments used in the attacking messages are different from those presented in the inoculation procedure. This is the reason that people haven't, like half the American population and people around the world, haven't uh, come around. You're kind of waiting. It's like, you know, they'll get it. It was the same thing after the uh, Mueller investigation, after uh, Trump was acquitted uh, of collusion with Russia. They'll be, now they'll get it. No, they won't get it because they've already been inoculated, particularly through the main line of uh, the PSYOP or the propaganda is the mainstream media because most people have the TV in the background to keep them company. And so they're constantly hearing this sort of like, oh, no, Trump, Trump is indicted again. Trump, Trump, 50, 10 charges, 20 charges. Too. Well, he must have done something wrong. And even in today in the headlines, they're showing articles that say 53% in a new poll. I think it was a, a Associated Press Nork poll. 53% of the, he must have done something wrong. He's been indicted four times even though if you listen to Alan Dershowitz and other legal scholars, uh, a pr prosecutor, uh, prosecutorial indictment is not a hard thing to come by. And even in the law code that is taught to future lawyers, it says that enemies lists and, and, and prosecutorial revenge or what have you is saying that prosecutors have so much leeway that it's very easy if a prosecutor has an enemy, a perceived enemy, or an enemy of a political party or the state, can easily formulate charges against somebody that, now now let's just say for, for an example, if Trump, like the New York Times article said, if Trump was an ordinary, or ordinary citizen, he would have been in jail by now. Yeah, right. The fact is, is the way prosecution works is that that you're supposed to be looking to solve crimes and to hold those responsible for crimes by finding them and then building a case against them. Not finding a person and then uh, that you want to get and then finding crimes that that person may have committed and then going through the grand jury process, uh, which is flawed. Everybody knows that. Inoculation theory using misinformation to fight misinformation. A psychologist researching information, I focus on reducing its influence. Essentially, my goal is to put myself out of a job. Recent developments indicate I haven't been doing a very good job of it, obviously. Misinformation, fake news, or alternative facts are prominent than ever. Post-truth. And then it talks about misinformation. That's not really as important as inoculation theory in the post-truth era. 
Extant findings and new frontiers for contested science, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. And this is from Compass, the online library. Although there has been unprecedented attention to inoculation theory in recent years, the potential of this research has not yet been reached. Inoculation theory explains how immunity or counter and attitudinal messages is conferred by preemptively exposing people to weaken doses of challenging information. The theory has been applied in a number of contexts, politics, health, and its 50 plus years history. Importantly, misinformation and conspiracy, uh, importantly, one of the newest contexts for inoculation theory is the work of the area contested science, misinformation, and conspiracy theories. Recent research has in- revealed that when desirable position of scientific issue exists, conventional preemptive prophylactic inoculation can help protect it from misinformation. Like I always said, there's no misinformation. There's either, there's information that can be accurate and there's inaccurate information. It's like misinformation is a, well, it, it's really a, a point of mind control and um, propaganda. Misinformation is trying to intentionally got, getting you to believe um, faulty information for an end. And they've never been able to explain the end for truth seekers. Truth seekers are like, oh, you know, 9-11 was an inside job or whatever. What's the end? What is the misinformation that's propagated for what end? To distrust the government? I think there's enough of that to go around. What is the end? You know, we're not trying to subvert anything. We're just trying to find out the truth about things, whether it's the Maui fire, whether it's the 2020 election, whether it's 9-11 or what have you the Kennedy assassination. People are just trying to look for the truth. So what they're trying to do is apply inoculation theory to questions and inroads made by the truth-seeking community. So what uh, what is the end there? So we go to uh, Wikipedia, inoculation theory is a so, social psychological communication theory that explains how an attitude or belief can be protected against persuasion or influence in much the same way a body can be protected against disease. And this has been this was made this is made clear in cults when you're involved in a cult, they get to you and say if your family members, they use inoculation theory and say if your family members question what we're doing here, this is because XYZ and they say they will tell you that we're a cult and we're not a cult because of XYZ. The theory uses medical inoculation as an explanatory analogy, but instead of applying it to disease, they use it to discuss attitudes. It is a great potential for building public resilience, immunity against misinformation and fake news. Of course, this is Wikipedia. When the misinformation, the theory was developed by uh, social psychologist McGuire in 1961 to explain how attitudes and beliefs change and more specifically how to keep existing attitudes, status quo, and beliefs consistent in the face of attempts to change them. Inoculation theory functions to confer resistance of counter-attitudinal influences such as sources as the media, advertising, interpersonal communication, peer pressure, and other temptations. Weak counter arguments generate resistance with the receiver enabling them to, uh, to maintain their belief in the face of future stronger attack. And that's what we're talking about. And you know, you know what the weakened, weak counter arguments 
that generate resistance is called the straw man. And this is what the mainstream media does. They present you as um, inoculation theory as a straw man argument. Space lasers caused the fires in Maui to inoculate people against the truth that maybe conditions were set to burn out these people from Maui that might have started by power lines, but the power not, lines not being cleared, there might have been arson also involved. But also, uh, as you see with a lot of other false, I'm going to label it a false flag, but all of a sudden the um, mitigation that would be used to fight a fire or to get people out of their homes or to do XYZ to mitigate uh, destruction are not present. So, so inoculation theory, as we need to know it as truth seekers, is basically straw man arguments. Straw man argument is used as inoculation theory because then when you come at them, like let's take 9-11, for example, Building 7, they've already been inoculated um, against, well, whatever uh, straw man theory they want to use, um, which might have been, even be real, uh, CGI or holograms or whatever. Usually they use something really absurd, something straw man argument. Um, you know, 9-11 was conducted by space aliens or something. And that's why they bring up the alien thing. And when they attacked Alex Jones, it's alien wasps living under the UN building. You know, some sort of outlandish uh, straw man argument to inoculate you against the truth. The counter argument here is the truth. Trump supporters are inoculated against the truth. This is an opinion piece from 2016 by Kathleen Parker. And uh, they try to they try to use this to say Trump supporters are inoculated against the truth when it says the exact opposite because most of the Trump supporters are actually truth seekers that are sick and tired of the propaganda and the mind control and, and what have you. The nudge theory. So let's get into it. Uh, Los Angeles Times ignored warnings and hubris, slow response fueled America's deadliest wildfire in a century. They're talking about Maui. Ignored warnings, hubris and slow response fueled America's deadliest. Yeah, no response. It's called a lie hop. So whether they made it happen on purpose or let it happen on purpose, they took advantage of the winds, whether they were natural or not. Uh, and they didn't clear around the power lines. Maybe they knew they didn't shut off the power, which would be something that is often done in hurric hurricane force winds. So E-bombs world. We're laser focused on getting aid to survivors. People think Joe Biden just confirmed the Maui laser theory. Of course, this is your inoculation theory. This is a straw man. President Joe Biden did more to offer his support for the families impacted by last week's deadly Maui wildfires, accidentally appearing to confirm the theory that the whole disaster was by design catalyzed with a ton of space lasers. Anyway, in a tweet, he said, we're laser focused to give them $700 for their property <laughs> that might be worth millions. But I just wanted to say this is Washington Examiner and this is from 2022. 
Biden laser focus on providing hurricane relief to Puerto Rico. So he's used that phrase before. So it doesn't really mean anything. So for all you crazy, now I'm not saying conspiracy theorists are crazy, but you have to be able to separate the wheat from the chaff. Newsweek, Joe Biden sending $700 to Maui fire victims sparks backlash as insulting. Maui wildfires death toll rises to 110 as officials say using the warning sirens wouldn't have saved lives. No warning sirens, no water, no fire engines. Fire chief wasn't even on the island. Power wasn't shut off. People were kept from evacuating. From the New York Post, Maui chief doesn't regret not activating sirens during wildfire. We would not have saved those people. Yep. Sure. I think I think it's some sort of sacrificial occult thing. Because schools were closed that day. Who knows why? Schools were closed that day. Children were home while their parents were out working. A lot of children died. The Washington Post, chat G, moving on to the next story of the Washington Post, chat GPT leans liberal research shows. A paper from a UK-based researcher suggests that OpenAI's chat GPT has a liberal bias highlighting how artificial intelligent companies are struggling to control the behavior of bots even as they push them out to millions of users worldwide. Of course it is, because they build it. So I've, I've always said you build AI to look at things, to perceive things in a certain manner. And obviously it's going to have liberal bias. It's going to be the biggest Karen in the world. It's going to be heralded as the Messiah, by the way. This is the false Messiah is AI. CNN Business Report, Snapchat users freak out over AI bot that had a mind of its own. The app's fans were quick to share their concerns on social media. Why does my AI have a video of the wall and ceiling in their house as their story? This is very weird and honestly unsettling. Even a robot ain't got time for me. My AI experience, a temporary outage that's now been resolved. So people are having issues, obviously. Google reportedly building AI that offers life advice. Okay, so pair this with the liberal bias, ChatGPT from the Washington Post. ChatGPT leans liberal. And then Google reportedly building AI that offers life advice. Is that liberal or progressive life advice? Is it going to be tell me to be prideful? or to change my gender or whoever. And, and this may be dangerous for adults, obviously, but for children, it's gonna be unbelievably dangerous. And then we're gonna move on to other news. Uh, this business insider, meet the world's secret of billionaires who give stealth wealth a whole new meaning from Ike Perlmutter to Philip Anschutz. Uh, there are thousands of secretive billionaires. Most billionaires prefer to be secret. That's the whole point of the corporate shell. Who does the who does the shell company protect? So you have a shell company with a board of directors and some of those board of directors sit on other boards of other holding companies and 
there's shells within shells within shells. And the person that owns most of the shells, even the controlling portion of shells, is so buried that people will never know. And that's the whole point of the WEF. Do you think the billionaires go to the World Economic Forum or do they send their lackeys from their variety of shell companies? They're so far removed by the people pulling the strings. And they learned this in the 19th century when the robber baron phrase was coined. Before that, rich people wanted to be famous for their wealth and they strutted around and they showed off their wealth and everything. And then after, you know, going into the 20th century, they began, like Rockefeller and the others, began to hide because they saw what the 19th century brought, a lot of scrutiny and they didn't want to be held. And that's the most important thing. It's not the hate as much as the scrutiny. And like, that's why Bill Gates is under a lot of scrutiny because he likes to come out and be public about things. It's just ego. You know, most of the time it's ego that brings them out into the light. But most billionaires don't want to have anything to do with it. They want to be hidden. Nobody knows Pearl Mudder or Anschutz. And that's the way I want to keep it. Axios reports all signs point to late summer COVID wave. All signs point there. People go into air conditioning, this happens. I think it's going to happen mostly with the vaccinated people, who knows, uh, because they're a little more susceptible. Who the hell gets uh, a cold, which coronavirus is, in the summer? And who knows if they're reinfecting people or they release another strain or whatever. I mean, all this stuff by, by now people should know is it's not hard to release a chemical weapon on the populace, no one's going to know. There's no explosion. There's no way to know. You're really susceptible to, to things that may, that may happen. And always be aware of the excuse the mainstream media puts out there. Oh, it was a monkey. Oh, it was this. Oh, it was that. The fact is they developed these diseases through gain-of-function research and then, like Ralph Barrick told the Chinese, it's like, then you could add a little wrinkle. You could figure out how to cover your tracks to cover the fern cleavage or to hide it to make it look like it's not um, synthetic when it actually it is. Speaking of diseases released, uh, New York Post reports Florida officials sound alarm on dengue fever as it grapples with spike in cases. Now Florida has leprosy, dengue fever, and malaria. Organically, I think this comes a lot from the migrants who become infected, and then they, um, then they get bitten by mosquitoes. Those mosquitoes are infected, and they infect other people. That's the organic. Otherwise, it could very well be GMA, GMO mosquitoes by Bill Gates or what have you. Mediaite um, reports Glenn Beck says his entire show has been removed from Apple Podcast Network without explanation. Here's your explanation. Censorship. They don't want what you're saying going out. Period. And you have a reach. You know, they won't ban someone like me. I don't have a lot of, a big audience. So, but if I ever did, I'm sure they would. CNN Health, cancer diagnosis rates are going up in younger adults, study finds, driven largely by rises in women and people in their 30s. 
Why is that strange? Because uh, the vaccination destroys your immunity and it's been proven beyond my reasonable doubt that people have uh, had cancer return or have developed cancer after getting vaccinated. So I, I think that is, you know, and they also, oh, child cancer used to be rare. Now it's all over the friggin' place. And then like after the vaccination, um, there was a famous picture of a bus banner that said strokes in children, uh, you know, they're a thing. That's a thing. Strokes in children have never been a thing. And now apparently, you know, that's something to be worried about. Thank you for joining me today. Don't forget to like, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a comment down below. Uh, Twitter, Facebook. <laughs> Twitter, X, Facebook. Get our minds through social. Substack. Check it out. You can hit me up there as well. Also, check out my other website, libpop.org. Learn about libertarian populism. The political way forward, freedom for all around the world, not just in the U.S. We have to take the constitutional liberties, the political liberties, individual liberties outlined in the U.S. Constitution and, and bring them worldwide and educate people in the United States and work through the inoculation theory um, to tell people that your individual freedoms are the basis for human rights around the world. Your individual constitutional liberties are the basis for human rights around the world. And so we used to try to export those ideals, and now we have people in the United States trying to undermine the constitutional freedoms that you get. Even if you're a resident here, not even if you have to be a citizen, you, you have a, you know, a lot of your constitutional rights are, are inherent given to you by your creator. All right, so for me, don't forget to like, subscribe, as I mentioned, and I'll see you tomorrow. This is a conspiracy. That's what this is. You can't handle the truth.